The Cairo for Moms podcast is a podcast dedicated towards women and children. We will be sharing tips, tricks, and stories from the clinic to help you. Right, I am here with Katie. She is a mama of two sweet little girls, one and almost three, or the other way around, one and almost three. Okay. Yep. So she is just a ball of energy and just a light in our clinic. Um, we truly mean that. And so I just want to talk about what brought you, like, how did you find us first of all, like Kyra Moms? Because Dr. Jesse's been open for a little over two years. I've worked here for what, like eight months. <laughs> um, so I'm still getting to know all the patients too. And it's just really fun to see moms have babies and bring them in. And then, you know, the babies get seen and moms still get seen. Um, so yeah, let's just talk about how you found us first of all. Sure. So um, Meredith Fessler, who does all your like uh, Instagram and all, she's, you know, the guru of all that. I had followed her from being like a local Minnesota mom and she started posting about coming to see Dr. Jesse and I wasn't had I guess I was in my third trimester of my second pregnancy and I with my first pregnancy had like seriously been asymptomatic like the entire pregnancy and so then as I got a little further along with my second pregnancy um, I was having some little bit more aches and pains than I had had the first time around. And so I was like, I need to be proactive about this. I'm chasing a almost two-year-old around and I just don't having any discomfort. I just like want a solution and I want to be proactive about it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to check her out. So I sent her a message and she said, can I call you? This being Dr. Jesse. And as soon as I got on the phone with her and I've told her this many times, but like I knew I needed to see her and I knew it was going to be awesome and it was going to be exactly what I needed. And so long story longer, I guess I came in and had my first treatment with her and felt incredible. I was having some, I don't even remember exactly what it is, but I've dealt with some impingement in my shoulder um, from just, I think a a long-term kind of weakness in my like subscapular um, muscles. And it sometimes flares up. Like it actually like flared up up in the night last night. I was like, I should probably come in and see you and we should do this interview in person. Um, but yeah, so she helped me manage that and um, just some other aches and pains and tightness and throughout my, so I started, I guess, at about 30 weeks. Okay. Um, I was right around 30 weeks. And so I did like the Webster technique with her mm-hmm. and I saw her, I remember when she, I said, okay, when am I going to have to see you next? This was, I'd done a little chiropractic care, but never consistent. And I was imagining she'd say, oh, you need to come in, you know, and like twice a week. And she was like, well, I'll see you in two weeks. And I was like, mildly disappointed that that was (laughs) the response that I wouldn't be able to come see her more frequently or have a reason to, not that I couldn't, but um, yeah. And then, um, another, I guess, concern I had or just talked with her about is my first, um, I had a really long labor with her and she was not optimally positioned. So she was sunny side up when she was born. And I just wanted to do anything I could to potentially, you know, ensure that this baby was in correct positioning, um, which I mean, whether or not that's a coincidence, she was in perfect position and was born. I had a four hour pushing scenario with my first and and like barely pushed with my second. 
That's amazing. So yeah. did you do chiropractic with your first? No, not okay. at all. Okay. Nope. I was, I was working full time and I, um, was in corporate health and wellness. And so I taught group fitness, did health coaching on site at a local corporation. Um, so we were contracted and I, um, yeah, I, so I taught group fitness multiple times a day and all the way up until like two days before she was born. Um, and so I really had no, and I did a lot of acupuncture cause I'm mean to kind of skip back. I, um, had trouble conceiving. It took about two years with my first. And so, um, I did a lot of acupuncture and that's actually how I ended up getting pregnant was during that time and then did that throughout my pregnancy. And okay. so, yeah. and I don't know, being more active or active in a different way, like mm -hmm. active with the toddler versus active teaching group fitness regularly okay. is different with both pregnancies. So, okay. That's amazing. Yeah. I always love to hear like, you know, obviously we didn't do a study on what it was like to have not have chiropractic the first time and have it the second time. But I feel like that's kind of the story with a lot of people is that just, I mean, makes sense. The way that we do Webster technique, what Webster technique is, is, you know, the new neutralizing the pelvis. It just only makes sense that that was what contributed or helped rather that shorter labor and just a smooth, smooth delivery. Yeah. It was incredibly different. The experiences couldn't have been more different. That's for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And so did you, were you still doing all of your fitness stuff when you had your second? I was teaching after um, my first was born, I decided to work casually instead of full time. And so I was kind of in an on-call teaching position and would fill in at some of the centers I had worked at. Um, and so that was I would say throughout my pregnancy was maybe four times, four to eight times a month where I was teaching, which had gone down from probably teaching like six, six or more times a week. Um, and of course, every class it's from yoga and strength training and, you know, other classes where I'm not doing every single thing and impact to my body, but it was just a very different. I was doing more of my own workouts, um, more of my own stuff. So just a little bit different. Um, but I would say less, definitely less than, um, at least less impact on my body than I had the first time around. Yeah. I mean, it's so different when you're chasing a toddler around and you're pregnant, right? <laughs> and, yeah. And just, I mean, I think the sheer act of lifting kids all the time, yes. um, to kind of talk about like, I guess my current like fitness life. Yes. Um, That's what I wanted to go into. After, yeah. Well, after I had gotten clear, like, cleared from my midwife after this pregnancy, which would have been in like January-ish sometime because she was just a year um, on the 27th of November. Okay. I gradually got back into it and was doing some at-home stuff. And then like all the COVID stuff started. And so I was kind of stuck at home and having two little kids. I was in a pretty good routine up until then we were moving. We bought a house and moved like three different times from one Blair was born and so I more or less like got out of a routine having moved a couple times and just never really got back into it and then Blair went through a four or five month stage of not sleeping very well and so again all the excuses in the world but it just wasn't happening yeah. um, up until probably like the last few weeks and then I feel like I'm 
back into it and thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be a nightmare of soreness. And, but actually I think hauling around two toddlers and lifting and bending, and I'm probably doing more squats during the day, lifting (laughs) 20 and 30 pound kids. Like it's, seriously. yeah, I was surprised when I started doing some things like, oh, I thought I would feel so weak doing that. And I really don't. So, you know, people are like, do you work out? I'm like, do you mean picking up two toddlers every day and chasing them around? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, yes. I want to know. So like getting back into the routine, because I feel like, you know, even as moms too, like we have to give ourselves a lot of grace for what we do. Like, you know, right now, like you're doing it all too. Like your husband works a ton of hours. He's gone a lot for travel. Um, And so it's you a lot. And we're tired. Like after we do all the things from housework to cooking, I mean, I feel like I've cooked so much yeah. with all yes. this COVID business. <laughs> and then my kids yes. just want to snack all day long. Um, yes. So that when, you know, when they go to bed at seven o'clock, I'm like, hallelujah, like I can breathe. Like I was actually just having this conversation with a patient just, you know, this last hour, like I'm tired but I want to see my babies. And you like go between this, you know, you're working all day. Like if you're gone from your babies all day and you only get to see them for a few hours because you pick them up from school and then it's bedtime to, I really just need you to go to sleep. Like, I love you, but I need you to go to sleep. (laughs) So my question is, and I talk a lot about balance. Like there's, I don't feel like there's a work mom life balance. Like, I just don't think that that exists. Like your work life is either benefiting or your hi, honey. <laughs> right, case in point. We have a little visitor. That's okay. It's perfect. That's what this podcast is all about. Um, but your work life is either excelling and your personal life is lacking, or vice versa. Like I don't think there's a perfect balance, and that's okay. Um, but what piece of advice would you give moms who, you know, especially with your fitness career and like your background and knowledge? What, like, what do you feel like helped you the most to get back into that routine? Cause I do feel like there are so many women who are craving that right now. They want that me time, whatever that looks like, like give us some I, advice. <laughs> I think what I kept waiting for was like the perfect opportunity of like, I'm going to do it in the morning before the girls wake up. And right now that's just not super predictable. Like normally they've been getting up around seven, but this morning, 4 a.m. apparently was why they were both up. I don't know what kind of like planetary positioning was happening that they decided they both needed to wake up at. So I managed to kind of like off and on get them back to sleep, but then one kind of ends up laying in bed with me and then the other one's whining. Hey, Coletti. And yeah, it, so to, to wait for that opportunity where they're both sleeping, I'll have an hour to do it is just not going to happen, at least for me right now. And so this one, Colette loves to work out with me. So I bought her little one pound weights and I've started doing it, trying to do it during one of Blair's nap times. So either in the morning or the afternoon and she does it with me. And I got over my, like, I think just my expectation in the past of I would go some workout super you know um separated from home that I've had a hard time working out at home before and it's actually been really fun with her she's super distracting during it and like 
you know, will throw out any coaching things from like, Hey, don't stop now or keep going mom. Or she'll lay on the ground and whine for snacks, which I think is a mood for all of us in 2020. Is- right. Yeah. So I love that. Yes. I advocate that so much. Like get your kids involved. Like if you can't, if you can't beat them, like join them. Yes. <laughs> and yes. And healthy habits. Like they're learning something too. And I feel like you know, the more that you continue to do it, the more they're like, oh, mommy, are we going to work out today? Yes. Like planning on it. Okay, let's do it. Yes. I love And she, she like more or less begs to like, can we work out now? Or can we do, you know, I want to do another one. We'll be halfway through. And she's like, can we do another one after this? And I'm like, um, you know, you can, if you want, but I think getting her those weights, she just thinks, because otherwise, like, my 10-pound weights and stuff are probably a little dangerous for a toddler. So, um, yeah, she just, it brings, like, a whole new way to hang out with her. And she's, I love that. you know, she will follow along and do a lot of it. Yes. So. I love that. Okay. Little Miss has uh, ruled the roost now. But thank you so much. I love that. That was awesome. It was great advice. And I think every mom needed to hear that, too. Like, get going. Like, just. Yes. And I just, I think letting, yeah, just let go of your expectation and what you think something's going to be because I was trying so hard to wait for it. And finally I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be waiting until they're 18. So at this point. Done is better than perfect, right? <laughs> at this point. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. It was awesome chatting with you. Likewise.